0: Praise the Lord. I don't, I don't know about you guys. Obviously, when we uh, worship God, that gives me energy. But being able to greet people after a long day and after just wanting to get here and just sit down, you know, it's it's always re-energizing to get to shake hands with with brothers and sisters and and fellowship together. Um, I wonder if we could just worship Him, just lift our hands and give Him praise tonight. Um, Just thank him and just worship him today, because he is truly worthy of everything that we can give. No matter what our day looked like, no matter what we went through, no matter the struggles of the week, God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is worthy of all of our praise. He is worthy of our whole life. God, I worship you today. I give myself to you today. I give my heart to you today. Lord, every care and every weight of this week I release unto you tonight. For you are worthy, O God. You died so that I could be here in liberty and in praise, O Lord. I empty myself and seek to come into unity tonight with the body of christ today giving you my worship and my praise oh god hallelujah blessing and honor and glory and power forever to our god the name of jesus be lifted high in this place lord you are worthy of all of my praise and all of my honor and worship oh god I receive of you today, I receive your strength, and I receive your rest. I receive everything that you would seek to fill us with tonight, oh God. I empty myself that I wouldn't hinder what you would desire to do in this place, oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. I love you, my dear friend. I glorify and thank you, my dear friend and father lord i receive your love tonight i receive your peace tonight i receive it over my mind i receive your peace over my life i receive it over my job today in jesus name i give it all to you and place it in your hands hallelujah blessed be your name jesus I wonder if we could clap our hands to him today and just lift up a shout of praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, I worship you today. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Heaven's doors are open. Inviting us to step inside. Come behold the Holy King, adorned in sacred majesty. As we kneel before the throne. We bow our hearts to you alone, singing holy is the Lord, and you shall reign forevermore. Be exalted. Forever be exalted, forever be exalted, you're worthy of our praise, be exalted, oh be exalted, Forever be exalted, forever be exalted. You're worthy of our praise, and as we kneel before the throne, WE BOW OUR HEARTS TO YOU ALONE SINGING HOLY IS THE LORD AND ONCE AGAIN WE'RE OVERCOME SO BE EXALTED Forever be exalted, forever be exalted, you're worthy of our praise, O Lord be exalted. Forever be exalted, forever be exalted, you're worthy of our praise. High and lifted up, you are glorious. Great and mighty God, be exalted, high and lifted up. You are glorious, great and mighty God, be exalted, high and lifted up you are glorious great and mighty god be exalted high and lifted up you are glorious great and mighty god be exalted high and lifted up you are glorious Great and mighty God, be exalted, be exalted, forever be exalted, forever be exalted. You're worthy of our praise Heaven's doors are open wide Inviting us to step inside Come behold the Holy King Adorned in sacred majesty. And as we kneel before the throne, we bow our hearts to you alone. Singing, Holy is the Lord. You shall reign forevermore. Oh, be exalted, forever be exalted, forever be exalted you're worthy of our praise can we sing that one more time be exalted lord be exalted Forever forever be exalted forever be exalted worthy of our praise high and lifted up you are glorious great and mighty God be exalted high and lifted up you are glorious great and mighty god be exalted high and lifted up you are glorious great and mighty god be exalted high and lifted up you are glorious Great and mighty God be exalted
1: Isha Tabakasi. Let's continue to worship him. Let's stay right here for a second. He is here with us right now. He wants to minister to us tonight. He wants to speak into your life tonight. If you'll give him a place tonight. Lord, I worship and exalt you tonight, Jesus. I submit and I yield myself to you, Father, so that you can pour into your vessel tonight. Lord, I give you praise tonight. I give you worship, I give you honor, and I give you glory, and I love you, and I praise you, and I thank you tonight, because you are good, and you are faithful, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 praise the Lord, praise the Lord, we serve an awesome God tonight, we serve a mighty God tonight. And I am thankful to be here tonight. There's a lot of other places I could have been, but this is the best place to be tonight. You guys can go ahead and be seated. Uh, God is, uh, He's in the business of saving people. I can say that. He saved me. I had uh, an interesting phone call. Yesterday, with an inmate at the Yakima County Jail. (coughs) Uh, He was my cellmate for about two years, two and a half years. He's in prison for murder. Well, he's in county for murder. So I wanted to visit him. What happened? What happened to all the plans that you had and working and getting married and uh, living, living a good life? Not living for God, but just living a good life. Because sometimes that's all people really want sometimes. Just want a good life. Just want things to be better and um, everything to be okay and have my bills paid. So, uh, and so I got to talking to the young man last night. And uh, he begins to tell me all the guys that are in there. And I was blown away by the men that I knew that were in there. There's probably at least six guys. You know, and I, uh, this is what I thought of. People always ask me, where are all your friends at? What do they think about what you're doing? Well, last night I got revelation that all of my friends were in the Yakima County Jail or they're in prison. They're older now. They're still doing the same thing. They're still living life according to their will, according to their purpose, their gang, and their plan. I live that way. I used to think that way. That was who I thought I was and who I identified with. When I said, God is in the business of saving people, He saved me. And He's saving you as well. He has purpose for you, He has a plan for you. And when we begin to recognize that and know that and walk in that, because walking sometimes can be hard. When we're walking through something or somewhere when we don't know where we're going. We like to see in the natural. We like to see with our eyes where we're going, what we're doing, who we come into contact with. And, um, you know, over the, the last few years of my life, <clears throat> you know, I've had to and I've had to and we have to have a willingness to be open. Okay. Okay. There has to be an openness for the Lord to want to flow into a vessel. Pour into. Because if we're closed, there's no flow. There's nothing to pour into. I'm shut off. And that's not where I want to live. And I've been there. I've been off. I've been on. I've, you know, I'm hot. And I'm like, man, sometimes I'm just, I slow down. And I'm like, Lord, what is this? I, I know I don't want to go back to that don't want to go back to that I do not want to go back to that I know what's back there and even the thought why would the thought even come when we begin to ask questions Lord why how come why do you have me in this place I'm just as human as you guys are I'm no different you guys have watched me walk into the church over five years ago. And uh, we are the body of Christ, okay? I don't know everything that goes on in the body. I'm not the head. He is. He knows. He knows if there's pain, hurts, struggles, anxieties. He knows. And I only know what people tell me or what God puts in me to pray for and feel after and know. But I just want to share a little bit tonight uh, um, I'm going to open the scripture tonight to the book of, uh, everybody have their Bibles to the book of Hebrews. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, but before we go a little bit further, I want to say this, think about this. I've said this statement many, many years ago, and it's just came to my attention. It's just the Lord's quickening it back to me. Um, the last couple of couple of nights, I'd say, if I could say that. So a saying that I used to say, and you guys have probably heard it. It's not my saying. It's probably a famous quote by some famous writer, and that's not me. Um, but it was a saying that says like this. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's something that the Lord's been talking to me about. You know, um, but whose plan is it? It's the Lord's plan. He has a plan. Um, I can plan all day long. I was planning today. And uh, I'm pretty sure that it's not going to go according to my plan. (laughs) His plan. His purpose. And I recognize that. And that's okay. That's okay because I want to walk in that. I want to be obedient to that. And I think that we want to be obedient to that as well. We want to know God. We want to know how he speaks to us, how he ministers to us. And and that's what I want to know. That's what I desire. And I think that we all desire the same thing. Is a relationship. Is a relationship. Whose plan is it? My plan. His plan. My plan. His plan. I, I, I can make plans all day long. And they rarely ever go the way that I want them to go. So Hebrews chapter 12. <clears throat> Verse 1. I'm going to read out of the Amplified tonight. Uh, Chapter 12, verse 1 says, Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony of the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to, and entangles us and let us run with patient endurance, and steady and, a, and steady and active persistence, the appointed course of the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract. I'm going to say that again looking away from all that will distract. To Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith. He is the leader and the source of our faith. It is He that appoints the course, it is He that makes the plan. The plan is the course, it's His plan, it's His purpose. It talked here in the scripture, talked about unnecessary weight. What is unnecessary weight to you? What is it that you deem unnecessary or something that, hey, I don't, I don't need that. I don't want to carry that anymore. It's heavy. Put a name on it. Anxiety, fear, doubt, insecurity. want to carry that. I carry that most of my life. There was a purpose in that. That was part of the plan. (laughs) I was allowed to carry that until there was an opening of my eyes and a recognition of seeing that I wasn't meant to carry that. We aren't meant to carry that. And when we recognize that, we learn to trust and let go and let God have those weights he will carry those burdens for you. I'm going to read another scripture. It's going to be the book of Deuteronomy, <clears throat> chapter. Let me see, chapter eight, chapter eight, verse one. <clears throat> oh, this is uh, Moses uh, leading the people. Through the wilderness. And, um, you know, sometimes we can find ourselves in a wilderness. Even as a child of God, we can still sometimes find ourselves in a wilderness. And um, I want to read all of it. I want to read chapter 8. I'm going to read it all the way through out of the Amplified I, 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 I pray that you guys open your spirit, listen with your spirit, let the Lord speak to your spirit, and he will minister to you. Chapter 8, verse 1 says, all the commandments which I command you this day, you shall be watchful to do, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall earnestly... Remember all the way which the Lord your God led you. He led you those 40 years in the wilderness. Why? To humble you and to prove you, to know what was in your heart, your mind, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and allowed you. He says, Aloud. He allows things. He allows things. He allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna which you did not know. Nor did your fathers know that he might make you recognize and personally know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word. That proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not become old upon you, nor did your feet swell these 40 years. So he's talking about them when they're in the wilderness. He's telling them, he's telling your feet didn't swell all this time. I took care of you. Your clothes didn't tear. I took care of you. And, I mean, could you imagine walking and walking and walking? I do a lot of walking and my feet hurt. They heard, I could imagine, you know, that that all those years, I'm going to keep reading. Your clothing did not become old upon you, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. Know also in your mind and heart that as a man disciplines and instructs his son, so the Lord your God disciplines and instructs you. Discipline and instruction. Those can be some difficult things for people sometimes. Adults, children, we don't like being disciplined. Um, Sometimes we don't like taking instruction. We don't want to hear it because we know it. And uh, sometimes um, the discipline that I I get sometimes for myself, it comes from the Lord. He corrects me. You know, we know, I know when I'm I'm, I'm going a little this way, I'm going a little that way. Okay, Lord, I need your correction. He disciplines me and I hear his instructions and I keep going. And I keep going. Um, So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and reverently fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Okay. I'm going to pause here for a second. So the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. I can look back or some of us can look back at our lives and what it used to be before we came here. It wasn't a good land. It wasn't a good place to be. I I mean, I think that's fair. Some of us have maybe come from different backgrounds, different lifestyles. But some of us, for myself, I come from a place that was not good. I struggled. I hurt. I had a lot of pain. And um, God has brought me to a place, a good place, a really good place today. And um, I'm thankful for that because everything that I have today and everything that we have, Today is because of him. It's not anything that we did on our own or produced on our own. And God forbid that we lay claim on that. I did that. I made that happen. because I was selfish at, that, at one point in my life where I thought that everything that I did, I did on my own. I made that happen. And they'll use this word, I came up. I came up. That's a, that, that is a, something that I used to say. But the Lord... And here he's taking the people through the wilderness and he says, for the Lord, your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and springs flowing forth in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey. And this sounds like a great place to be, a wonderful place to be. There's water to drink, there's food to eat, everything's good. Everything's right, and in which you shall eat food, pomegranates in a land of olives and honey, a land in which you all, which shall eat food without shortage, and lack nothing in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can, come, you can dig copper. When you have eaten, and you are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God, for all the good land which he has given you. The Lord's given me some good land today. He's allowed me to walk on some good land today. He's allowed me to walk a different course in life. Um, he's allowed me to, and I, allowed, and I don't want to say me all the time, allow us. Because this is not just about me. This is us as a body, as a whole. So we got to apply this to ourselves. You know, um, when we start living this life of coming out of a place where everything wasn't good, everything wasn't pretty, the picture wasn't bright. And we start walking into this land of milk and honey and pomegranates and the Lord's feeding us and he's taking care of us and he's providing for us. And our feet are not swelling and our clothes are not torn because we got good things happening to us now. The Lord's taking care of us. He's providing for us. That's what he does, you know, but sometimes I've recognized that if you've never lived like that, you've never experienced the good, the land of the milk and honey, you've never received. And sometimes it can be difficult to receive all of those things because sometimes we can be and feel undeserving of. I don't deserve that. What have I done to deserve this? And I've said that both ways. I've said that both ways. Doing real, real bad and crying out to God. God, what have I done to deserve this? What have I done? Why? Why me? Why are you taking me through this? I didn't know that I was in the wilderness. I'll tell you that. I did not know. When you grow up or we grow up living a life not living for God. We do not know we know of a God or we hear people talking to us about God and trying to share things with us about the Lord. But. But it was just words like, all right, all right, yeah, I'll go. I'll visit. Sure. Come pick me up. Never, never there when they come. Um, But when the Lord began to take us. Into this new land and if he hasn't got you there yet, he will get you there. He will get you there if you trust in his purpose and his plan and stay in it because that's what he does. So verse 10, when you have eaten and are full and you shall bless the Lord, your God, for all the good land which he has given you, Lord, I bless you. I thank you for everything that you've given me, everything that you have given me. I have acquired nothing on my own. I've acquired nothing in my own ability. Everything that I have belongs to you. The clothes on my back, everything that I have, it's yours. My will is yours to do with as you please. Verse 11, the Lord says, Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his precepts, and his statutes. When I commanded you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built goodly houses and live in them. And when your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all you have is multiplied. How many of us have seen things multiply in our life? Multiplying is getting greater. Things are getting we're getting more of, and the Lord's given that, but He gives it according to His will and His purpose. He's not going to give us too much. I've heard a statement not too long ago. Uh, I was talking to somebody, and uh, they told me this. They made this statement to me. They said, uh, "I have a lot of money, and it's become a curse. It's become a curse." And it's affected my whole family. Kids are unruly. Have an expectation of always wanting, 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 wanting. The Lord was never involved with that money. It could have been a blessing. If it was used accordingly and purposeful for the Lord's. But in talking to this person. I've come to meet the family. uh, The son. Mainly. And, um. I hear the stories of what the money has done, what the money has done to the family. So the Lord knows what we need. He's not going to give us too much because if we can become a curse to us if we don't know how to care for it. So what he gives us, he gives us according to our need, not everything that we want, not everything that we desire. Trust me, he knows us. He knows our frame. He knows our wants. He knows our desires of our heart. He knows those things. Verse 14, and then your mind and heart be lifted up, and you forget, and you forget the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Now let that sink in a little bit. Okay? The Lord brought you out. He brought you out of the house of bondage. The Lord multiplied you. He gave to you, he fed you, he closed you, put, gave you a good home, a good place to live, connected you within the body. And God forbid that we forget who gave us those things. We've acquired all these things now. Now, therefore, I have no more need of my God. God forbid. Let me never forget. Now, I don't live, and I don't think any of us live, I hope that we don't live in our past that keeps us held in that house of bondage. I hope that that's not a place that we live because the Lord will deliver you from that bondage. I have reminders of where I was at one point. Now, I don't know if this is just me, but there's times I hear things, I see things, and they remind me. Of how I was in bondage, talking to that man yesterday on the phone on that on that video visit call, <clears throat> I could see the cells in the background. I could tell he had just come from working out. he's telling me all these stories about why these guys are going to prison for murder, for robbery, for you name it. this is the high violent tank in the yakima county jail i spent most of my life there in bondage in bondage and i'm looking through the camera and i'm looking at all the cells and i'm thanking god for saving me i'm thanking god for saving me and if he hasn't reminded you of where you came from (laughs) i hope he quickens it to you and we remember and we never forget We never forget. I never want to forget. I always want to feel his spirit in me, through me. Even when I'm weak and I'm struggling and I'm, it's hard. It's hard. Lord, I need you. I need you. So God forbid that we ever forget the things that he's given to us. The cars that we drive. The houses that we live in the food that we eat, the clothes that's on our back, the jobs that we have, the places he asks us to go. That's him. I don't want to forget that this is not my will. This is not me walking in my will, walking with a sensitivity and awareness, knowing that God is directing me. He's leading me. He's moving me from one place to the next, walking in that. I, I heard... I don't know if you guys have heard it, but being God conscious, knowing that he's there everywhere at all times in every conversation and every contact that we have. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's just been this this tearing of the blindness away from the eyes when when you begin to see that and you begin to walk in that. And I think uh, Brother Ethan even talked about this uh, maybe a week or two ago about uh, these connections that we have. I think he said he had like four connections in one day. And uh, I am in a place, and I think Sister Brittany as well is in a place, where we are always connecting with people, different people, every day, every day. And um, I want to be sensitive to that. Because it's not every day that, well, I say it can be every day that I meet somebody I just say hi to hey, How you doing? How you doing? And sometimes there's conversation and there's not. But knowing that God is with you always, and He desires to use you always, if you're sensitive to that. And and we're not always perfect. I, I'm not always perfect. There's sometimes I'm like, ah, should I have said something? And and should I have? Man, I missed it. I missed it. I let it go. I, it passed me. But well, verse 15. Who led you through the great and terrible wilderness? Who led them through? With the with its fiery, with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water. But who brought you forth water out of the flinty rock? Verse 16. Who fed you in the wilderness? The Lord did. Who fed you in the wilderness with manna? which your fathers did not know that he might humble you and test you to do you good in the end. The Lord will do that. He will humble you. He will test you to do you good in the end. Absolutely. He will. He's constantly humbling me. I need to be humbled. I want to walk in humility. I desire that. We desire that from God. Verse 17, and be aware lest you say in your mind and your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gotten me my wealth, my power, my will, my hand. I did this. Submitting, I submit myself. I give of myself to you. I'm giving everything that I have to you. My thoughts, my will, my desire. I'm trusting. I have to pray that. I have to hear that. I have to say that out loud. I want to know that. I want to speak it out. Because it's nothing that I've done on my own. Um... I've been uh, working with some people, and um, a couple of statements have been made to me. One of them is, uh, and, I always, and I always have to cast this off, have to cast this off, because sometimes people say, you know, we can really, really relate to you. And, uh, but what they're really don't not understanding is they're not relating to me. They're relating to the God that's in me, that's flowing through me, that's speaking to them. That's what they're relating to. They don't know that. Um, Some do that I've talked to and had conversation with. And um, they say, uh, and sometimes people are looking for this. People are looking for somebody that looks like them, that acts like them, that talks like them, and has been somewhere that they've been. I can connect with you because you know me. We've been there. We've done that. We've experienced that together. So, therefore, I'll let you speak into my life. I'll let you share with me because you've been there. And so, uh, that's really marked me because if I had that mentality, my elder, he's never been a drug addict, he's never been a gangster, he's never been to prison. If I had that mentality, that because he's never been where I've been, he's never done the things that I've done, I would have automatically closed him off. There would be no flow. And so the Lord's been speaking to me about that. Who do we allow to come into our life that sometimes we automatically say, you know what, I'm going to disqualify you. I'm going to disqualify you because we can't relate. I want to be listening. I want to be hearing what the Lord is telling me, telling us. Because there are people that will say things through the Lord will use to say things to you that will speak into your life. I don't disqualify everybody like I used to. I used to just say, I'm not even going to say the things I said, you know. <laughs> they were just cruel and they were wrong. Now, I'm not always going to say anything bad, but you know, uh, you know, I just I think about my attitude and what it was. It wasn't of God. It was prideful. It was prideful, and 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 I, I mean, to be all honest, you know, I walked around like I was better than. I treated people like I was better than, even though I wasn't better than, and I was so far gone, and I was so far out, and people would approach me, hey, brother, how you doing, Sister Sally? (laughs) And I'd be so messed up on drugs, and I'd say some smart aleck comment, like, how do you think I'm doing? Look at me, 130 pounds. And then I'd walk off mad or whatever. I'm praying for you. <laughs> I thank God for Sister Sally praying and Brother Tim praying for me. Um, so I'm going to finish reading the scripture here. So, But you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant. With which he swore to your fathers as at this day. And if you forget the Lord your God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish like the nations which the Lord makes perish before you. So shall you perish because you would not obey the voice of the Lord. You would not obey the voice of the Lord. I want to be obedient to the voice of the Lord. I want to hear what the Lord is saying to me. I don't want to perish. I don't want to perish. The life that I was living, I was perishing. I was dying. Those men that are incarcerated, I should have been there with them if I was still living according to my plan. Life without. And it's literally... Life without. All of this is gone. I go back. God forbid I go back. This is all gone. It's over. I love where the Lord has placed me today, don't you? I love the people of God that he's placed me around. I love the man that he's placed me around. Um, I didn't always. I wasn't a relationship builder. I struggle with that. I struggled with talking to people. I struggled with my communication. People are like, yeah, right. Sure you do. I'm like, no, really. I struggled. Um, I had a hard time talking. They're like, no, no, I don't believe that. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> but um, before I finish, I have one more scripture I want to read. And uh, this is for the body. Okay, this is for all of us. It's going to be in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. This is important. Um, I think uh, a lot of us may experience this at times when we were in the world, even when we serve God sometimes. It's just a reality. Um, you know, when I was in the world, I was tired. I stopped being wearyous. I was tired. I was tired of being locked up. I was tired of being high. I was tired of just doing the same thing over and over and over and over. Verse 9 says, And let us not lose heart, And grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right for in due time. And at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. Right here it says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. Let us not be weary in well-doing. I've said this statement. I'm tired. 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 The first scripture I talked about was talking about a race and casting off the heaviness. In races, we grow weary, we get tired. I cast this off, it's too heavy. I cast this off, it's too heavy. Lord, take this, Lord, take this. And uh, the question I've asked myself, I've said, why am I feeling this heaviness? Why can I cast it off? Why? I'm not doing anything that I shouldn't be doing. When the body runs, what does it do? It grows weary. So I don't take ownership of everything. Because we are a body. And I'm sure what I feel, it's not just me. It's in the body. But in due season, we shall reap. If we faint not. What is faint not? Give up. Go back to. It gets hard. It gets hard. The weariness gets tough. I'm tired. I want to rest. Where am I going? What am I doing? God, why do you have me here? I'm human. You're human. I just thank God that he's given me a place and... In, in, this life, to be able to share these things because we will overcome and we will reap if we faint not. And I've recognized that. i felt that. Brother Bartell said it. Take you from a one to a two, a two to a three. When you don't faint and you push through, that's reaping. You're going to the next level. That's what I have tonight. That's what the Lord's giving me tonight. Uh, let's let's pray before we close. Lord Jesus, we love you. We trust you, and we praise you. We give you honor. We give you glory, and we give you praise. We trust you, Father, in Jesus'
2: name. Hallelujah! Let's just reach out to the Lord. That's it. Let's just press in just a little bit more tonight. Let the word of God get into our spirit and open us up. Talk to us tonight. Oh, I worship you tonight, Lord. I worship you. My soul doeth magnify the Lord tonight. I love you. I love you. I love you tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On the way to church tonight. Just praying about the service and what the Lord would do in my life. The Lord give me a thought that I want to tie in here tonight with a tremendous Bible study. Most apostolics that will not be saved will miss heaven by 18 inches. Most apostolics that do not make heaven. I'm talking about people that have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Because if you miss out It will be by 18 inches. Now, that's not very far, is it? Do you realize that it's 18 inches from the top of your head to your heart? And what happens is this. We get head knowledge. And thank God we need knowledge. We need wisdom and we need understanding. But where we will fail if we are not careful, we do not transfer it from here down to here. In Mark chapter 12, in verse 30, dealing with what is the greatest commandment, he said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. It is not just what I can take in. There are so many people who can tell you a lot about God, but they don't know him. (laughs) Because it's all up here. And it hasn't transferred from here. And I haven't let it get in my heart. I pray tonight, as Brother Martin has ministered to us, could we let this get in our heart? Not just take in the wisdom and the knowledge of the word of God. But somewhere, if it's not transferred down into my heart, that I'm going to love the Lord with all of my heart. With all of my soul. With all of my might. And and I, and I came from a background that I thank God from where he brought me from. and And because... Man, it's just awesome to be in church tonight. Awesome to feel the power of the Holy Ghost tonight. See, many of us weren't raised in this, and this is not what we grew up in. But we are so thankful tonight to have this. But it's because it went from a head knowledge, and it went down 18 inches, and it started getting into my heart. And I started loving him with everything that was within me. I'm big in my own life and just thanking God every day for the blessings of God. And I was reading in uh, First Chronicles this morning. and It is amazing about David. He said, I'm going to praise you when I get up. I'm going to thank you when I get up. And when evening comes, I'm going to thank you again. David wrote 73 of the 150 Psalms. We think of David and Goliath. Yeah. But he was a musician right along with being king, right along with slaying giants. He could play that harp and he could sing and he could worship God. When the scripture said he's a man after God's own heart. I want that. I want to be able to worship him and to love him and to praise him and let it get into my spirit and into my heart. Can we just thank the Lord for that tonight and say, God, let this get from my head to my heart? Let some type of transformation, whatever that is tonight, that needs to happen. I, I don't want to just know about God, but but I want to be as the apostle Paul who said, Oh, that I might know him. Lord, I, I want to know you, not just about you, not just about scripture, but God to really know you and to walk with you, Lord God, and that you would. guide our every step God you would you would guide our every thought Lord God Uh, what our eyes see what where we go what we handle Lord God I'm asking you tonight God if there's any weight that needs to be laid aside uh, anything that's not pleasing in your sight tonight God uh, speak to our hearts tonight God and help us tonight that I might repent of that that I would do that might be displeasing to you tonight, God. Because I want to get this in my heart tonight. Just not in my mind, not in just my thought process. But, oh, God, that I could get this in my heart tonight. To love you with all of my soul, with all of my mind, and all of my mind. I, my mind has got to be there, but it's got to transfer into my heart. I pray for your help tonight, your leading and your guiding in everything that we say, do, God, that you would be glorified and magnified in it. in that wonderful name of Jesus. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I thank you tonight, God, for the word of the Lord. I thank you tonight for speaking to us and having this time together, God. We count it an honor. We count it a privilege tonight, God, to be in the house of the Lord tonight and to hear the word of the Lord, God. Uh, Oh, we are a blessed people above all, Lord God, uh, that we're learning, we're growing in grace and in knowledge, Lord God. Uh, We haven't arrived, but thank God we're working on it in one step at a time, one day at a time, Lord God, as we grow in grace and in knowledge, Lord God. We know that God... uh, That the race is not to the swift. So we pray, God, help us keep putting one foot in front of the other, God. One dedication and then another, Lord God. We need you tonight, God. We can do nothing in ourselves tonight, God. But we need your hand to lead us and guide us. And we thank you for all that you're doing tonight. In the wonderful name of Jesus. God bless you. Shake hands with somebody and let them know it's good to be in the house of the Lord.